Hello and welcome back to the Catch the Blitz show season two. We are back after a very, very long summer break. I'm Thomas Parker and joined by Christian Catanacci. Cat, how have you been, man? It's it's great to be back. It's great to be back. It feels like uh, it's been about four years since since we last uh, ripped up this show. But season two, we're back. The off season was a l- felt slower than 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 normal. Just because I feel like it was very front loaded. Yeah, we had such a crazy February and March. Yeah, that it just sort of died down after. But man, I'm good to good to be back. Enjoyed my summer. Uh, played a ton of golf. I just got back from Florida, actually. Yeah. I don't know if I look pretty. I'm burnt. I can tell you that much. Underneath this uh, this shirt, I I I've never been to Florida. We we usually go at Christmas time. Uh, but in the summer, it was like. It was like 105 degrees, couldn't stand on the sand. And I was, I'm a big sunscreen guy. So if you see me, in, I'm wearing sunscreen 100% if I'm on the beach. And I thought I was putting a lot of sunscreen on myself, but still, still beat it. And I am burnt. I went to go shower this morning. I got back at 4 a.m. last night. Uh, I went to go shower this morning before I came here. And you know when you like, you can't, you're so sunburnt and like you can't shower in warm yeah. water. So I took my first like freezing cold shower and actually, you know what? It wasn't that bad. So I'm very, I'm wide awake, wide awake for the, for the season two, episode uh, one showdown. That's good. Um, it's not good that you had the New York Giants offensive line of sunscreen on you, but <laughs> it's good that you're wide awake because <laughs> it felt like that yeah. for sure. <laughs> we, uh, we, we got a big show today. Obviously it has been the off season. This is our first show back. So why not preview the season? Yeah, I love it. Um, like you said, it was kind of a boring-ish summer in terms of NFL news and, and all that. It seemed like we were just waiting on a Deshaun Watson suspension for weeks. That yeah, was like the one big yes, thing. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of sad that summer's over because obviously, especially where we live, it's literally like two, three months of nice weather the whole year, and then it's going to start to get pretty cold yeah. pretty quickly. It's bittersweet because like yeah. when, when the, the summer starts to end... You know football's on the yeah, horizon. which is the best time of the year, right? But then it's also, then it's like, also ah. not the best time of the year yeah. in terms of weather, right? Because then it gets freezing, and then come December, January, it hurts to go outside. We won't get into that. But if you're down south watching this, I'm very jealous of you. I'll say that. I'm actually heading down south in a couple of weeks. Week three, Miami, Buffalo. I'll be in the building to watch two alive for the first time. So that's that's a big the cheetahs thing I'm excited about. Miami. You see did that? You see that pickup? <laughs> did you see that throw yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, first play of the game though. I think so. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't even get to watch the game. Last I also got night, this but. great big Yeti. My my dad makes fun of me here because it's huge. It's one point three six liters. But those things are in. Are you a buddy of mine? One was, uh, one one of these a day. Sometimes I go through two. It depends. Keeps it cold. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing before we really get into it, because I don't know if you can see on camera. It's probably blinding you, but uh, I got my ring on over here. It's my Ghost Super Cup ring. I got my fantasy draft on tonight. So that's another big part about why this time of the year is like. Bittersweet, but it's also so exciting because football's back. I got one fantasy draft tonight, another one on another one on Tuesday. Tuesday. I think I got another one the week after. So that's always exciting too. But I don't know how much fantasy we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be previewing the NFL season, divisions, standings, playoff teams, non-playoff teams, award winners, all that fun stuff. Um, and we're most likely not going to say your favorite team's going to win the Super Bowl. So just a warning, you know, keep those comments uh just take it easy on us. First, first episode back. But yeah. if we don't say that your team's going to win the Super Bowl, you know it's it's uh, no hard feelings. So everyone, you know, watching, they obviously have a team. We both have teams. If you watch season one, you know I'm a Dolphins fan. You're a Cowboys fan. But we also have our honorary podcast teams. Uh, last year it was Pox Chiefs, and I've been a huge Closet Chiefs fan for a long time. <laughs> and you, you did this weird unfair bandwagon on the Patriots and I'm so glad backfired. That's 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 what's going to happen here too. I'm going to say a team right now. And you're going to switch. I'm I don't switch, switch up. That's I'm the gonna thing switch. about me. The Chiefs were like 3 and 4 I don't last know. year. The Chiefs I'm not were 3 and 4 guy. and I said these guys are going to be still the best team in the AFC. I know they didn't make the Super Bowl, but they were very very close. All right. That's another big thing about today's show. We're unveiling our teams or at least I'm unveiling my team for the 2020. I'll unveil my team too, but You're unveiling your team for the first 3 weeks. It's yeah. Because you're a cheater. Because, but whatever. Because come week 4, I'll I'll be able to watch some of these teams because I don't watch preseason. I'm not a preseason guy. But I start to have a a sense of who I'm going to deem my team as. So that's why I took the Patriots after week 5. Mac Jones Best quarterback in the league. Yeah, nice. that's a good. That's a good take. Sure. All right. Uh, do you want me to go first, or do yeah. you want to go first? You go first. Bob. Okay. So last year, um, 
Obviously, the Chiefs. I still have a lot of love for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is one of my favorite players in the NFL. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I know the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill to my Dolphins, which I love reminding people of. I still think they're going to be good, but not good enough to have the honors of, of being Pox called team. Pox Chiefs. This year, my team, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of the curve with this one. I'm proud to announce that the team will be called Pox Lions. Oh, the Lions. <laughs> now, now, let me defend my claim. I have a couple buddies that are Lions fans, and I can share the sort of feeling of suffering being a Dolphins fan for so long. It's it's hard to to watch your team be so bad. I love the Lions rebuild. I've watched a lot of the Hard Knocks clips. Dan Campbell, he's awesome, so electric. I honestly think they're building a really good roster. Defense, you know, linebacker, secondary still needs a bit of work. But, you know, that, that front line's great. They're building through the trenches. The offensive line's one of the best units in the league. The wide receivers are sort of coming through. I honestly think, we'll see how Goff does this year. I like Jared Goff. But I think this team's going to be set up in a couple years to be dominant once they get, like, a true, you know, marquee quarterback prospect. So I'm getting ahead on this one. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to be better than people think this year. It's Pox Lions in 2022. I laugh because it's funny because I knew you... Before the show, I'll give you a little rundown. He was not telling me his team. Yeah. He wouldn't tell me it. But I knew deep down that it was going to be... I had. I was like, he's going to say the Lions, isn't he? He's going to say the Lions. And as soon as he said it, that's, that was my reaction. But I do think the Lions are going to be pretty solid. I don't know if they're a playoff team. Like you said, still in a tough division. Two tough teams. And the Bears... I don't know about the Bears. They're a hard team to read. But the future outlook, like if we're talking two, three years down the road, I really do like what the Lions are building and, and the... Terms of in terms of identity with Dan Campbell, I really, really do like it, and, and he's a personal favorite. I think he's a fan favorite. He's becoming a fan favorite Every, for a lot of people, Campbell, right? Yeah. So, look, that's a solid team. And before I get into mine, for those that have listened, and Pac might know, there's a there's a little pet that I have. He's he's one of my favorite players in the league, and I have I have rode for this man for years, 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 and. It's not the Cowboys, so it's not my favorite team, but he is arguably one of, if not my favorite player that doesn't play for the Cowboys. Did you so, just refer to a professional NFL athlete as a pet of yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I my just pet. wanted to make sure that. My pet. Right. Like, right. You know when you love your pet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah pet. This, this is my player. Probably like 6'4", 250. He's my pet player. Okay. He's not 6'4". He's actually a little smaller. Maybe it's Tua. And that is... Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce it like Pac said. My team for the 2022 season will be called the Cats Panthers. Oh, okay. You know what? I was actually thinking you were gonna say the Saints. I'm going Baker Mayfield. But Baker, I, I didn't know that you love Baker, Baker Mayfield. And let me get you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record and I'm gonna say this before we get into our. This is a little pre pre uh, prediction. Because we haven't said them yet, but the Panthers are going to make the playoffs this year. Wow, okay. And Baker Mayfield, if you... Look, most of you people, I'm, I assume, you still live with your parents. If you're, if you're younger, I still love my parents. I already told my parents, I'm taking out the mortgage for the house. And I'm putting it on week one, Baker Mayfield masterclass against the Browns. I know Deshaun Watts not playing, but Baker Mayfield's going for 550 yards and five touchdowns the first week. Mark this. We're going to go back and we'll, we'll replay this don't, after he does Don't it. do the mortgage thing, though. Don't do that. <laughs> if you want to. No, don't do that. No, not if you want to. Don't do I, that. I will be doing that. Okay. You don't have and to follow what he's doing. With the winnings, and then I'm going to hedge it, and I'm going to take him to win, make the playoffs. Because Baker Mayfield, the man that's been counted out ever since his days in high school. High school. He was a walk-on at Texas Tech. Then he walked on to Oklahoma. From Oklahoma became the first overall pick. Browns fans forget that they had 900,000 quarterbacks before Baker Mayfield. They ran him out of town, made the playoffs. They were a game away from going to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs. Ran him out of town for a guy that we're not going to get into. And now he finds his way in Carolina where he is going to prove so many people wrong. And I can't wait for it. I will be riding for it. I know I said that my team might change in week four. My team won't change. Maybe there'll be another team that comes on. So it might be Cats, Cats, Panthers, and... But my Panthers, I'm going to be ride or die for them this whole season. I can't wait for Baker Mayfield to prove every single person wrong. 
Okay, wait for it. I like Baker, and I I really like Carolina. I think it's a situation sort of similar to what he had in Cleveland. Maybe not as good in terms of like how they're built up front in the offensive line, but I've always said for a while like Carolina has a ton of young talent on defense. They're good, really, man. really special. Their te- their coach just stinks. He's got he's got decent weapons. If McCaffrey can stay healthy, like that's such a huge boost to to have for a quarterback. I don't know. Um, I think Baker's a lot better than what he showed last year, just because he was so banged up. And I think Cleveland definitely. Did him a little dirty. Oh, definitely. Showing him the door. But uh, I'm excited to see, and, and that division's pretty wide open too, especially, I think the whole NFC in general, and we're going to get to that in a second, but the wild card spots in the NFC is sort of anyone's yes. game in my eyes. Yeah. I can't. I just want to see Baker grab the flag. You know, the, I, I want college Baker to be back he, in Carolina. He plants the flag he plants week it, one in Cleveland. It. But that it's not in good. Cleveland. I thought it was oh, in Cleveland. That's why. It's okay. Maybe we can pretend it's in Cleveland so just so we can plant <laughs> the flag there. Oh, I'll be hyped. I'll be hyped. But take it to the grave. Baker Mayfield. If you want to listen to Pac, don't do the mortgage thing. I'll do the Definitely mortgage Definitely don't thing. do the mortgage thing. I'll do the mortgage that's thing. Not, that's not advice from the show. There's zero, I'm just trying to remove all liability <laughs> from, from, from us on our end. Hey, listen. I'm going to talk right into the mic oh, here. No. Whenever you do this, it always ends poorly. Baker Mayfield, lock week one masterclass, over touchdowns, whatever it is. I haven't even looked at it yet. Mortgaging. Over yards. Lock it. I'm already putting my week. Taking, I'm already putting my week. I will go so far that I will take Carolina in Survivor, I'll put proof. We'll have a proof. After a week one show, I'll have a screenshot, my Survivor entry. Mind you, $400 an entry yeah, here. You're, you're acting like it's some bold claim, like they're playing against Deshaun Panthers, Watson. Panthers, week one. They're week playing one. against Jacoby Brissett. You're sleeping. Everyone's sleeping on Baker. I don't care. No, I'm not Baker. sleeping on Baker. I'm Cats, Panthers, mark it in. Cats, Panthers, and Pox, Lions. Those are your teams. You know what? Our teams. I'm glad you sort of picked a, a team that's in a similar boat with the Lions. Maybe the Panthers are a little bit better um, because this is like now we can actually have sort of a, a friendly competition of who wins more Do the games. the Panthers play the Lions this year? Uh, that I have no They should actually. They're both last place last year. They do December 20, 24th. Oh, Christmas Eve, man. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> they just keep getting better. What if, what if that's a fighting for a playoff spot? If they're talking oh, about predictions. They're, they're both in the wild. No, maybe we'll, one, maybe one we'll have to watch. Be good. One of them is going to be disaster. Maybe we'll have to watch that game live on YouTube if, it, yeah. if, we, if we have to. We'll, we'll, tit- we'll title it the Christmas Eve Cat Pock Showdown. Yeah. Lions versus Panthers. Both teams vying for a for shot in the playoffs. But uh, <laughs> all right. Speaking of playoffs, let's get into our... I guess we'll do this, the division predictions first. We'll go, we'll run through every single division and we'll just sort of give our order. We won't say who our playoff teams are. We'll do that after. And then at the end, we'll yeah. just read our AFC playoff teams yeah. and our NFC playoff teams. Yeah. We'll begin with we'll AFC division division, yeah? and we'll start with AFC North. Um, last year was pretty crazy how things went with the Bengals. Nobody expected them to win. Well, the Ravens the were, the Ravens had the number one seed in the NFL's. Yeah, and then they After got all like those injuries, 12. and they just totally fell apart down the stretch. They were rolling. They lost to the Dolphins on Thursday night. We ruined their season, and now we play them week two. Should be a fun one. All right, AFC North, uh, you, you have the honors. Go ahead. All right, so this is... Um, I'm a big Bengals guy, too. I know I mentioned that, uh, that, I've, that I have a pet player, Baker, but my also my other pet, my... Uh, my, my old... My, sorry, my younger pet, because I deemed Baker my first pet. Joe Burrow came a couple years after. Uh, but I don't have the Bengals winning the division this year. Um, I just, it's just hard. The way that they won last year just seems a little difficult for me to like sort of say, oh, the Bengals are going to be able to replicate exactly what they did last year. I think the Bengals are going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't know if that came off like I think they're going to be bad. Um, but the division order I have, I think the Ravens are going to repeat. The not Ravens, repeat. Uh, sorry, not repeat, the but they're going to win the division. They won the, the year before. Um, I think that the Ravens, if they just stay healthy, they're a very, very good team. And I've been harsh on Lamar. I still am harsh on Lamar. I don't think Lamar is that top-tier quarterback, but I think you can win with Lamar. I think the way that that the that Jim, uh, that John Harbaugh is, has able to sort of construct the team around Lamar Jackson is, is, is something that a lot of coaches are going to start to do with, with these young quarterbacks, sort of build your entire offense. Instead of finding a quarterback for your offense, you build your offense around the skill set of your quarterback. I think that's important. And I think they're sort of leading the way into like the future of the league in that sense. So I have the Ravens first. I have the Bengals finishing second. I have the Steelers finishing third, even though I think the Steelers are going to be... I don't know. Everyone stays on that, uh, that 
Oh, Mike Tomlin doesn't have it a losing season. Yeah. That's got to give soon. Uh, and then I have the Browns finishing last. Uh, it's going to be a tough, tough stretch uh, of eleven games without um, their starting quarterback. But let's see, let's see yours, Puck. Honestly, it's it's not that interesting because it's pretty much it is the exact same as you, as you have. I do have the Ravens winning. Oh, wow. I think I think they got a little bit unlucky last year. Um, Bengals coming up in second place. The Bengals swept the Ravens last year. I yes. just I think that's going to be hard. Exactly, to it's just hard to replicate. So. Um, and then the Steelers third. I, th- I think it was you I was saying this too. If Mike Tomlin had just one losing season in his career, everyone would predict the Steelers to win five games this year. 100%. I just, you know, Pickett's looked great in uh, in preseason, but I don't think, like, they're going to start Trubisky week one. We'll yeah. see how that goes. They just don't have the firepower to compete in such a such a strong division. And then the Browns, 11 games, like you said, without, without Deshaun is, is going to be uh, too tough. So AFC South, you're up. This is uh, in very... Uh it's a weird division for me because I have a team in this division that, I mean, make, people might call me crazy for even saying that I believe that there, there's a chance that they could be in contention for the division. Uh, but just because I don't see that ceiling, like, I don't, when I look at the AFC South, I don't see that team. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, that team's going to run away with the division. I don't, I don't see it at least. And so I, I'm going to say the Colts just for for the sake of of right now. I do think the Colts on paper just have the edge, and especially with I'm not saying Matt Ryan's fantastic. I think he's 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 on the back end of his career. He's not what he once was, but he's an upgrade over Carson Wentz was last year. They are a game away from the playoffs uh, with Wentz last year. They have Jonathan Taylor. They have a pretty solid defense. Um, their offensive line is very good. I think the Colts are going to finish first. And my, the team that I think is going to just be there, I don't know if they'll make it, but they'll be contention, is the Jaguars. I really do think the Jaguars are going to be better than a lot of people think. If Trevor Lawrence, who I think is a fantastic quarterback, we're a year away from, we're a year removed from calling this guy one of the best yeah, generational, right? Exactly, yeah. So I, it's funny how fast people sort of abandon that ship uh, when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. Like I, People, we were literally calling this guy the best quarterback prospect since... Um, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck just a year ago, a year ago this time, right? Uh, so I think the Jaguars are actually going to compete for that division title. I don't know if they're going to win it yet. It. I would love to see it as well as a fan and and just that team in general. I love what they did this offseason with, with Doug Peterson and I love the direction the team's going. And then I have the Titans finishing third and the Texans finishing fourth. And the Texans are an interesting team because I do like the direction that they're going. I think Davis Mills is, is a starting quarterback in this league, and I think he's going to get better. I just don't think they're ready yet, right? Yeah, I, I guess I'll sort of touch on what you said. I love Davis Mills. I think he's super underrated. He had a, like If he was a first-round pick, and if he had more hype going into the NFL, there would have been a lot more attention on last year, and people would have been praising what he did. But everyone just seems sees him already as a bridge guy, which I think is unfair. Um, and he's working with not a lot there in uh, in Houston. That being said... I do have Houston coming in last. They just don't have the firepower that these other teams do. I like what you said about Jag, the Jaguars. I think it might take one more year. The Titans, you know, Mike Vrabel, say what you want. No matter what, whenever we, you know, count the Titans out, they always seem to perform. They were the number one seed in the AFC last year. Somehow they did it. So I like them to finish above the Jaguars in second. Um, and the Colts, I guess I'm sort of just trusting... You know, Matt Ryan's veteran savvy in this division yeah, where it seems tough. kind of wide open. Like, if yeah. there's a surprise, it's going to happen in the AFC South. I do think that this year. If there's going to be a big, you know, a team that sort of, you know, like the Bengals last year, go go from worst to first, I think the AFC South is the, is the division for that to happen in. I can see that. and That's why I struggle so much with this with this prediction. And I sort of just picked the Colts just because, I don't know, the Colts just feel like, it's a boring pick, but like it's so hard to predict that sometimes you just lean to the boring selection, right? Yeah. All right. So yeah. So we had differing orders for the AFC South, AFC North, the same. AFC East. My Dolphins. Do either of us pick the Dolphins to win the division to dethrone the supposedly best team in the NFL, Buffalo Bills? I I don't. I hesitated. I know we talked before the show. I think the Bills. Before I say this, I'm not saying the Bills are. They're still a contending team. I'll say this. But I think the Bills have become a little bit overrated by the general public. Um, I think that, that look, I'll, I'll put it this way. If the Dolphins finish first, I will not be 
surprised. Or if the Bills win 10 games and win the division, I also wouldn't be surprised, right? Uh, I think they're going to take a step back. I do really believe that the Bills' best chance to win the Super Bowl was last year. And, right, the NFL, not for long. So you never know, right? And, and, and the direction that the team's going in, it just feels like maybe last year was their sort of peak. Look, they could go for a run. If you get hot at the right time, you still go on a run. I think the Bills are still, like, one of the eight or nine teams, if that. I think that's maybe overshooting. That could still win the Super Bowl this year. I just think they're going to take a slight step back from last year. With that being said, I have the Bills, the Dolphins, then I have the Patriots and the Jets. Um, I wanted to flip-flop the, the Patriots and the Jets there just because... But I, I don't know. It just goes back to Bill Belichick. I don't know if... The, I just, I'm just not ready for to say the Patriots are going to finish dead last. Even though I do like the Jets, I like the direction that they're going in. I just still think, much like a few other teams that we mentioned, they're still a little bit, a little ways away. I got to say, and I don't want to come across as a biased Dolphins fan, but I really share that opinion on, on the Bills. And this dates back to, to last season and even maybe the, the, the year before that. Yes, they've quote unquote owned this division for the last two years, but it really hasn't been there hasn't been a, as big of a gap as a lot of people perceive there to be. Yeah. Two years ago, you know, week 17 it was then, and they played the Dolphins. And if the Dolphins won that game, they would have had a chance to win the division. Last year, they battled back and forth with the Patriots all season long. There was a point in the season where everyone thought the Patriots were the favorite to win that division. I was on this podcast, and I said yeah. the Patriots were going to win the division. And, and it was close. They had that game late, and the Bills obviously won. And they did win in convincing fashion to their credit. But the gap has not been as huge as people have, you know, if you just ask the average football fan, they think, oh, the Bills have killed everyone in that division the past couple of years. It hasn't been close. Patriots beat the Bills on that prime. I know that was, you know, crazy weather conditions. That was a that game. The, yeah, the point is, the Bills, I think they're a great team. I, I put them in the top three teams in the AFC for sure, no-brainer. But there's not a gap between those teams. I, I like, so many people just think it's the Bills and then everyone else. I don't really think think that's the case uh, this season. They had they had a tough time running the ball last year. Everyone's really holding on to those two playoff games. Yes, exactly. Josh Allen played out of his mind in those two games, and it's important to play your best your best games in the biggest moments, and he did that. So, phenomenal. I think the Bills are Super Bowl contenders this year for sure, yeah, but I don't yeah. think it's necessarily they're going to run away with this division. Week three, we're going to see if the Dolphins can compete with the big boys. It's their... I mean... They have uh, week one and two, they have some tough games, but that week three matchup against the Bills is going to be very, very telling. Um, I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to come down to probably one game to split to split those two teams at the yeah. top of the division. Um, and then behind, I have the Jets actually written down in third. And uh, I don't know, I was thinking about switching that, especially now that Zach Wilson could miss a little bit of time. But I don't know. I think the the Patriots. Everything I'm reading coming out of camp is just so concerning, especially yeah. with their offense. They're yeah. not a team. It's so different from a year ago, where they were a team that it was a perfect situation for rookie quarterback. Doesn't feel like that anymore. Yeah, I I, I think the 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 training camp reports about how Matt Patricia. I just don't get how Matt Patricia, yeah. a defensive coach, coming in and running an offense. I don't know. It just seems really really weird. It almost feels like I don't know if it's a a theory or I don't know if this is proven Patriots fans correct me if I'm wrong but it sort of feels like Matt Patricia is like just a front yeah. to take the blame for if their offense is bad the blame will go to Matt Patricia but if the offense is good you'll start saying oh it's really just Bill sort of doing yeah. it and Matt Patricia is just like the guy there right I, I I don't know that's how at least I see it I think it's sort of just a puppet and Bill is actually the one that's controlling the offense but Matt Patricia's there just to take the fall if if the if the plan doesn't doesn't work right, and it could very well not work right. And and I mean, look, people are gonna blame Mac Jones, but what's his who's his receiver one? Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker, who is the worst uh, wide receiver, hits him and him and Kenny Galladay at separating from defensive backs. He's a complete jump ball receiver, and even took Tua, who's very accurate, and I'll put Mac Jones in that class with Tua in terms of very accurate quarterbacks. Took him a good year to find chemistry because those throws are very difficult. When a yeah. receiver's not separating, especially for a young guy, it's hard to trust him. And you have to put the ball pretty much in the perfect spot where he can turn and gain a, an advantage on the defensive back. It's going to be hard for, for them to run that offense. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I think that I could see the, the sort of the Patriots falling to 
fourth last place in the division. That's why I said I wanted to flip-flop them. But I'm just trusting the fact that Bill Belichick will find a way to get this team, even if they're just slightly below average. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. I also wouldn't be surprised if, if they struggle mightily, like I just mentioned. But yeah. they, they're not really doing much. In a, in, in a game where, in, a, in today's NFL, where you see teams going out and getting guys for these young quarterbacks, like what the Dolphins did, and what the Bengals did with Burrow, and what the, the Chargers did with Herbert. You're surrounding guys with talent. These young quarterbacks, you need talent around them. The Patriots are really doing the opposite of that, right? Um, they're not really surrounding Mac Jones with too much, and I don't think it's fair to put the blame on him, but look, in the NFL, you blame the quarterback. That's sort of what's going to happen, so look, I, I think that's, uh, that's fair. We'll see. They can be there to me. They're a complete wild card. I do still think they're going to be a tough team to play against defensively. We know how Bill Belichick is, especially against younger quarterbacks. And there's so many young quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Um, but I think I'm going to stick them at four again. The Jets. It's a toss up of how they're going to be. I like their off season. We'll see if they can translate that into more wins in the regular season. Yeah. Um, AFC West. I think this is the best division in the NFL. I'm sure you probably agree with that. You could arrange this in so many ways, and I'd believe you that it's a realistic possibility, but I'm curious to see who you have. I will say this. Um, I do think when it comes to the AFC West, there's only one team that's not guaranteed, that I can guarantee will not win the division. And I'm going to get slack for this, but it's the Raiders, to be honest. I, I just don't see... I don't know. All of a sudden, people are putting Derek Carr amongst elite quarterbacks. People are saying, oh, Devontae Adams is going to drop off. Devontae Adams is great. Don't get me wrong. He might elevate the game of Derek Carr, but that's not because... Look, Derek Carr is a good NFL quarterback. He is on par with Kirk Cousins, and you can win a lot of games with Kirk Cousins, right? Kirk Cousins won divisions multiple times. He's a... Look, a lot of people are picking the Vikings to win the division against Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So me saying that Derek Carr is Kirk Cousins, isn't a knock on Derek Carr. I just think Derek Carr has become a quarterback that many people think is better than he actually is, right? And it's, look, look at the teams that are in the division. You got the Chargers, you got Justin Herbert, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Russell Wilson. All three of those guys are on a tier above them, above them right? It just, it is, it is what it is. Like, and, and again, this is not a knock on Derek Carr. It's just the fact that the three teams above the Raiders are better. It's just hard. I just don't see any scenario where the Raiders are able to overcome those three teams and finish first in the division. Do the Raiders, can the Raiders make the playoffs? Absolutely, they can make the playoffs. But are they able to sort of dethrone, first off, you have to dethrone the Chiefs. And I know they just lost Terry Kill, but they're still the Chiefs. The Chargers are going to be very, very good. And I know a lot of people are, People say, oh, the Chargers are a little overhyped. They're not. They're, they're trending in the right direction. Justin Herbert is phenomenal, one of the best young quarterbacks in the whole league. And then you got the Denver Broncos, who I hate to throw this comparison out, but the last time the Denver Broncos got a quarterback. Yeah. Right? It was Peyton Manning, yeah. Right? And so, I don't know. I think in terms of the division structure, I think that there's the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Broncos is a toss-up for those guys winning. Do I think the Raiders can make the playoffs? Yes. I don't think the Raiders are able to dethrone those guys to win this division. So with that being said, I have the Chiefs still staying at the top. I have the Chargers finishing a close second. I could see those flip-flop. I have the Broncos finishing third, and I have the Raiders finishing fourth. So I actually do have them flip-flopped. I have the Chargers one, the Chiefs two. The Chargers are actually my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. I'll say that. I think what I saw with Justin Herbert last year was so, so impressive to me. I think he can take an even bigger jump. I worry about Brandon Staley and just how aggressive he is. Yes. But I believe in this team. And, and they made some great moves on defense to strengthen a unit that was horrible last year. So that that was great. I have them winning the division. Chiefs 2, Broncos 3. And I do have the Raiders at 4. I like the Raiders. If they're in the AFC South, I'd probably pick them to win the division. Yeah, yeah I would too. It's hard to win a division when you have the second best quarterback yes. in the division. It's even harder to win the division when you have the third best quarterback. It's probably impossible to win a division when you have the third best quarterback. I've never heard of a team win a division with the worst quarterback in the division. That's perfect. You could have not said it any better. And Derek Carr, like if I were to rank quarterbacks 1 to 32, 
He'd probably fly in around the thirteen to fourteen range for me, and that's a that's a average that's that's a it's above franchise average. quarterback right there. Like and Derek I, Carr I, I love Derek Carr in the sense that there's no quit in this guy. He's had a tough career. Started off promising, then he had that leg injury that one year, and then it you know it got tough there in Oakland, Vegas. Coaching changes, not a lot of help on offense. Finally, has a great team. He was great last year, but you're going up against three. Top eight quarterbacks, like it, it is a monumental task. Exactly, and and like I mentioned before, I know it might come off a little harsh, but it just it just is what it is. Like it, you couldn't have said it any better. I I don't remember a team winning the division with the fourth best quarterback, in, in especially in today's NFL, where yeah. it's like a quarterback driven league. I I just don't see it with the Raiders. I think that. Are they a playoff team? If they were in any of the, like you mentioned, if they were in the South, I'm picking them to win by a mile, by multiple games. The, the team that usually wins the division is at minimum four and two in their divisional games, usually five and one. Five and one. Personal. Five and one. To, for them to even go four and two, they have to sweep one of these teams. Exactly. And I just don't see it happening. I don't. I just don't see it happening. I, I'll go as far to say that, that I know a line and whatever, lines don't mean nothing, but like if, if they were playing in a neutral field right now, your favor- the Chiefs are being favored by th- four points. The Chargers would be favored by two and a half, three points. And the Broncos would probably be favored by a point or a bit. Yeah. Right? So they're technically underdogs against... You're asking an underdog to go and sweep one of those teams and try and... If they played those teams six times total, five and one, four and two at worst. I yeah. just don't see it happening. Right? I don't see it happening. All right. The NFC North... Similar to the Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill, the winners last year, the Green Bay Packers lost Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers had interesting quotes in, in preseason about you know some of his receivers not running the right routes, dropping the balls. Um, are you concerned that the Packers' reign in the North may come to an end this year? Uh, no, I, I actually think, I know I've said it multiple times in the podcast in the, in the past when we were talking about Devontae Adams' trade. I think that... that Aaron Rodgers is actually going to have a, I don't know if it's a statistically better uh, season, but he, from an efficiency standpoint, I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to be better without Devontae Adams, right? It's going to just, we're, look, we're talking Aaron Rodgers here. He's got one of the, if not the best processing speed in the entire NFL. The guy just sees the field on a different level than 99% of quarterbacks that play the game. So I think now that he's got more guys, he doesn't have to... When you have a guy like Devontae Adams, your, your tendency is to just snap, you're looking at him, right? Yeah. And sometimes when the game's on the line, like we saw in the play, playoffs, you're going to go to that guy just because it's Devontae Adams. I now think that now Aaron Rodgers has a sort of arsenal of receivers that doesn't really... They don't really stick out on paper. Like There's not a guy that you look, oh, that guy's the wide receiver one, that guy's a stud, top 15 quarter top 15 receiver, top 10 receiver, whatever it is. With that being said, I do think that the Vikings have what it takes to dethrone the Packers, right? I, I think, and I, I know that's a lot of, that's it's a popular pick this year based off of the general consensus and the general public, even people in the media. I do see a lot of people throwing around the fact that the Vikings are going to win the division this year. I, I don't know if... If I can go around and, and after claiming that, that the Aaron Rodgers is going to have, a, from an efficiency standpoint, have that great of a year. Look, the team won 13 games last year, right? And I don't know, whatever. You want to give a game or two an advantage for Devontae Adams? Sure. 11 wins. I still think 11 wins come into the division. Probably, right? especially right? you got to hope that, I mean, Pox Lions are a little bit more competitive and they steal some <laughs> games here and there. Like, I actually have the Vikings winning, but I do think it's going to be crazy. It's going to be tough. I can. Like, I think the Vikings are around a ten win team, yeah. and I think the Packers are probably a game or two better than that. Right? Like I look, I think they'll sweep the Bears, just because Aaron Rodgers and the Bears they have some weird thing. It's just like he loves he playing them, the Bears, yeah. right? Uh, he said it himself. I own you, right? So um, they got two wins there. I don't want to disrespect Pox Lions. But I do think that, they'll, two wins, yeah. that they're going to have two wins there. So that's four wins there. Even if they split the, split the Vikings, that's Vikings, five. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. And the, and the, Vikings the same can are, be said about the Vikings, though. But right? they are a team that is more, in, in the past, they were a team, like last year, they lost to the Lions. Yes. They're a team that tends to blow games and play down to 
Their opponents. Their opponents. Exactly. But it's it could be different this year. They have a new coach coming in. It's no secret that Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins didn't really see eye to eye there yes. in uh, in Minnesota. So, you know, they made some improvements on, on the defensive side of the ball. Justin Jefferson is just lauded to have this crazy, crazy season yeah. in that uh, Kevin O'Connell system. So I, I'm going to take them to win. Like I said, it's going to be really close. The key to the Packers for me is that one-two punch at running back, A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. I think it's the best in the league. And I think if they use Dylan a ton in the running game and then get Jones involved in the passing game, it could be very, very dangerous and super productive and take a lot off Rodgers. So um, it's going to be a back-and-forth battle between those two teams. I got my Lions in third, and then the Bears, who I love Justin Fields. I, think, I just feel so bad for Justin I know, Fields. It's like, I don't think there's a quarterback. I know we touched on Mac Jones, but I don't think there's a quarterback in a worse position than Justin Fields. Like I think I'd be at least wide receiver three on the Bears. Hey, I, I don't think I run a sub 540. If you follow so. VTFL.ca, you would know. I'd be wide receiver two. Okay. Wide receiver two on the Bears. Darnell Mooney, you're going to put some respect on my boy. But but my, my my division standings are the same. I just flip-flopped the Packers. I saw the Packers as the reigning champs with the Vikings finishing second, then Lions and Bears. All right. The NFC South, the division with your Panthers. My Panthers. Let's hear it. My Panthers. So um, I got the Bucks finishing first. I just think they're on a tier above. Brady looks like... Side note: Did you see that so Brady did a did a press conference yesterday? Uh, and he was his exact quote was because they were talking about his absence. They were saying how it was like, "Oh, I'm 45 years old, man. Like yeah. I got a lot of shit going on, right?" So I was looking at him, and just like that, it just was so funny to me that he was saying how like he looks. He's like, "Oh, he alluded that he's getting old, which he is, but he's sitting there and he looks like he's like 30." Yeah, I'm like, "What? Like it's 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 beyond me that." No disrespect to my father, but if he's watching it, when you were forty-five years old, you didn't look like you didn't look like Tom Brady, right? And I'm sure that that goes for a lot of forty-five-year-old people out there, right? Like, it just doesn't. You don't look like Brady when you're forty-five years old. So the fact that he's like aging like Benjamin Button, like he's like getting older yeah. and he's getting younger, it's so weird. I I still think that they just have they're just on a tier above the other division, uh, the other people in the division. With that being said. I know I just ranted about the Panthers. I do think there's going to be three playoff teams from, from this division, by the way. No way, Yeah, really? I do. I do. I think there's going to be three. And a lot of people are... Maybe that's another bold, bold claim, too, because a lot of people think this division is going to be kind of whatever. I think the Saints are going to be pretty good. Yeah. think the Saints... The, uh, it sounds like Alvin Kamara is not going to be suspended. That's Michael a weapon. Thomas be back too, Michael Thomas is... Like Jameis actually has legit weapons. Yeah, know? and the defense the Saints, and the defense was is good. Awesome last year. It's, it's so good. The defense, defense is always like so good. Simeon and Ian Book as their quarterbacks right? they were hanging in games. Right. So I think the Saints. I think the Saints and the Panthers are going to be pretty tight. I think they both are capable of winning around ten games. Um. So I have those. I have the Saints right now on paper ahead of the Panthers. That could change come week one. I think it's. It's a toss-up right there, like in terms of the flip-flop position. Then I have the Falcons finishing last, just because you know the Falcons are a rebuilding team. They're going to give it a go with Mariota. I don't know how. I don't know how that experience will 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 sort of pan out, but um, I think it's fair to assume that the Panthers uh, that the Falcons are the worst team in this division. So I have the Buccaneers, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. I actually have the exact same order as you. Um, if we were to do straight record predictions. I don't think I'd be quite as high on, on the Panthers, especially. Um, even though I think they have some promise, but I just think it's going to be tough. I like the Saints. I've always been a huge Jameis guy. Yeah. I think he's entertaining. Um, My passion. <laughs> you know, being away from the game, I, you know, I always thought my passion was football, but then being away from the game, I realized my passion was playing football. That's, the, that's one of the greatest Jameis quotes of all time. Um, I'm rooting for the guy. I'm worried yeah, yeah. about how they'll be without Sean Payton. Yeah. Because I think that was a big cog in, in, in their system. Um, we'll, we'll see. But definitely a division that, you know, you said a lot of people think this is a weaker division. I, I sort of did feel like that. I think the Falcons might be the worst team in the NFL. Could be. They're in the running but, for the first overall pick for sure. I, I think it, they'll at least be entertaining with, with Mariota because he, he does have a little bit of flair. Yeah, to Cal Pitts, to Drake London, yeah. AJ so we'll Terrell. See. But yeah. uh, we have the exact same um, standings. The East, your Cowboys. My Cowboys might be the most disrespected team in the league right oh, now. I don't think they're really being disrespected. I, I saw a clip on Twitter. I know it was from an Eagles podcast, but they... Yeah, I had to laugh. I, had to, I was laughing. It's from an Eagles podcast. I know, but they, but they, they were so... Look, 
I don't. I'm not going to go here and say the Eagles are going to finish six and eleven. Oh, or, that's what they said about the guy. Yeah, they said the Cowboys going to win six six games. It's a guy. Yeah, that's bad. You kidding me? So we just we just we just won six games in the division last year. <laughs> six games. It wasn't even close. Too. It wasn't even close. I don't know. I still think the Cowboys, even with all their downgrades, I still do think that the Cowboys are the best team in this division. And I'm not really sure it's close either. Um, maybe they drop a game against the Eagles this year and they go five and one. I don't see them losing against the um, against the Commanders. That's going to take a while to get used to. The Giants. I don't think they're going to lose a game to them. And I really do think that they're they just are better than the Eagles. And that's not a shot at the Eagles. I just think the Eagles lack at the most important position in the league. And I've said it multiple times on this podcast before. Uh, Jalen Hurts, great guy. French in terms of a franchise off the field quarterback, there's better to none than than Jalen Hurts. Except on the field, I just think that you just he's an upgradable quarterback, right? Like you, you, if you, if there's a chance presents itself that a quarterback that it becomes available and they did it this offseason. they were all, they were in the Russell Wilson. Yeah. They were in every, every quarterback that became available this season. Even dating back to last year was Zach Wilson. They wanted to draft Zach Wilson. Right. And I think the Eagles know that too, but they surrounded him with talent. AJ Brown, there's extreme question marks about his health, but when he's on the field, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Devontae Smith. forgetting about Devontae Smith, too. No one really talks about him. I know. I, he had a good rookie season. Very good. He he's was a, like a Heisman good, winner. He's a very good. He's he a could very, be a very good receiver. Absolutely, he could be a one. He could be a one anywhere else. Miles Sanders, good running back. Offensive line's good. Defense is good. Like I said, it's a quarterback-driven league, and I just think that they, they're they just a tier, probably two tiers uh, below what you sort of need to be a championship-caliber team. Um, with that being said, I have the Cowboys. I have the Eagles finishing second. Uh, I have the Commanders finishing third, and I have the Giants finishing fourth. It's uh, two in a row that we actually have the exact same order. Um, I think the Eagles are a more complete team than the Cowboys, and I don't know if you would agree with me on that. But like, uh, Yeah, 100%. They don't really have a lot of holes, the Eagles, if you, if no. you look at it. Well, but their only hole is, their, is that quarterback, I think. Yeah, and uh, I kind of like Jalen Hurts, like you said. He's, He's a, a great guy. dude. Like, I root for him. He's young. I still think there's time for him to improve, but... What I saw when they went up against the Bucks in the playoffs last year, and it kind of just felt like, really, like this is a playoff game. If you look at the teams that the Eagles beat last year, I don't think they ever beat a team with a record above 500. They had, you know, Gi- they beat up on the Giants, Commanders. They played the Jets down the stretch, and it's just like, okay, it wasn't really that impressive. That being said, again, they have a couple young pieces that are that are nice. Like I think they'll get better. I think they'll. The gap yeah. has closed in this division. It's not really the NFC least anymore. Like, I think the Eagles are a good team. I think the Cowboys are a good team still. Um, but I'm not taking Jalen Hurts to go toe-to-toe with Dak, a guy who's proven to be able to be in these games where he throws 450 yards and, you know, four touchdowns. And it's just a high-powered offense. I think CeeDee Lamb this year is just going to explode. Um, say what you want about Zeke. Still a good running back. And I think yeah, Tony Pollard's going to get a ton of touches this year. A ton. And those touches are going to come as a receiver. If if you're in PPR drafts, I'm telling you right now, don't be afraid to even draft both those running backs, Zeke and Pollard, because Pollard's going to play as like a flex back out of the slot a lot. He's going to touch the ball in the receiving game like a madman. He's a, he's a special player. And I, I know people want... There's some... I don't know. There's some weird like hatred with... I, I guess it comes with the Cowboys, but there's some weird like anti-Zeke guys that like, yeah. oh, Tony Pollard is going to be the running back one there last this year. Like, guys, they exist together. I so don't know many what people, people that play fantasy. Fantasy, I always say, I love fantasy football. Love it. Fantasy football has so ruined oh. the, the people's understanding of like the sport in general. Yeah, oh my God. Like this whole concept of like the running back one. Like there's so many teams where it's just like, how about we just you know, spread the ball around? And, I know. And, Make sure that these guys aren't huffing and puffing when they touch yeah, the ball and yeah, they've got some exactly, legs and they're not exactly. going to get hurt. Like, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I like the Cowboys to win. Commanders, not sold on Wentz. Defense is pretty good, but... I think they're just... Like, the Commanders sort of just went, like... Like, they just moved laterally. Yeah, right? in terms of... Like they're going to be the same sort of team. Maybe they win an extra game uh, just because Wentz is technically better than 
what they had last year at quarterback, but I don't know. Is he really? Yeah, it just maybe is a name at this point. I honestly believe that if Wentz wasn't drafted second overall, he wouldn't be in the league right now. Probably not. But right? at the same time, like he was sort of drafted at the time, drafted second overall for reason. He had some good moments in Philly. Oh yeah, he would. He was yeah. an MVP one year. Well, if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, I, honestly, I, there was a time where if you asked me, I would tell you I want to start my NFL organization with Carson Wentz, and it's just crazy how his career sort of trended in the wrong and direction. He, it, it, it started low that second year, boom, and then it just went. Pfft. Yeah, right away. Right, and the Giants. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about the Giants. It's just like, I think Daniel Jones's days are numbered there. They're what I've read about them in camp sounds like an absolute disaster. Yeah, yeah. even though I, I like their draft, but we'll, no, we'll they see. have some entertaining and, receivers. They, I will say that they have Tony uh, Wandale Robinson, who's going to be very electric. Those two guys are going to be very good. I, but, you know what? I'm actually kind of decently optimistic for a Saquon bounce back this year as well. Yeah, I, I would like to see it because I mean he's such a he was such an exciting like Saquon didn't deserve to be drafted to the Giants second overall. Let's be real here. Like in a perfect world, if Dave Gettleman's not the GM, he probably falls to maybe like let's say five or six, yeah, which is still pretty, right, pretty damn high for it's, a, it's back, high right? for it's high for a running back. But at least like he's in a better position where he's not gonna like. Like, the Giants, like, just fed him the ball, like, in the rookie season. Like, they really didn't... Like, they had Eli there, so, like, they were just like, oh, we're drafting this guy because we don't want Eli Manning I, to throw. I, I always said this about Saquon. Like, the Giants are drafting a guy that, by the time the rest of their team... Because it was so clear that they needed to rebuild soon. By the time the rest of their team is good, he's going to be, like, in his sixth, seventh season. And so yeah. Like, he doesn't really have a lot left. Exactly, right? And and it was just a terrible situation for such a talented running back. I I, I hate to like s- say that his career was ruined before it even started, but like it, it felt like I was like, oh, like, are you serious? Like he's got to go to the Giants. Like he's got to yeah. go to this team. Like you just mentioned, like he's going to a team that's rebuilding. When when a running back is a luxury position, like, like yeah, right. You only look at the Cowboys and the Cowboys drafted Zeke fourth. That's crazy high. But at least like the cow the Cowboys were drafting fourth because Romo got hurt that year, right? And they had Matt Castle. They had whatever it is and. The Cowboys also were so super close to drafting Jalen Ramsey too, right? And it's a it's a luxury position. If your team is good, you'll get a go get a running back. But like a used car, you don't want to go and you don't want to go and spend all that money on a car because you know in four years it's sort of gonna right exactly right. All it's right, an ex, it's an ex, it's luxury, right? If you can afford it, you go get it. But we got the last and certainly not least because I call this division the NFC best. It's the AFC best and the NFC best. This division was so highly touted last year. There's some even more intrigue this year with Trey Lance starting at quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, what, I'm really interested to hear what your order is, is looking like. So, uh, obviously, I got the Rams finishing first. I just think they're they're on a tier above. Even though, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm in the... A minority here, but I'm a little bit concerned with the whole Stafford elbow stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's a fair right. It's a little I don't know. It's a little concerning. I'm not going to look too much into it, but the fact that McVeigh has publicly said, "Oh, they're going to monitor it throughout the season," I don't know, just raises a little bit of eyebrows. But I'm not going to sort of oh oh the Rams are not going to win the division because Stafford's elbow is not the same. I'm not going to go that extent, but it will be something that I'm going that I'm going to sort of monitor uh, throughout the season. As they sort of, as sort of the the season goes on and it starts to take shape, so I have the Rams finishing first. Um, I don't see one of the teams, in my opinion, one of the hardest teams to predict this year is the 49ers. It, they're such a hard team to sort of grasp, and I, and I know I didn't. Uh, I say I don't watch preseason, but I have been watching some somewhat, and I I, I want to focus my attention on the 49ers because I want to see Trey Lance. He's so young and and raw that. I almost don't. I don't know what they're gonna. And you're seeing, you're seeing it. You're really seeing it in the in the preseason. Like he went eleven for sixteen, zero touchdowns. He, he's getting, he's making throws. Yeah, he's he's showing his his qualities, but he's getting into like the, the red zone and the scoring areas, and he's just not. And this is against backups, right? Like I know he's playing, not necessarily playing with his Debo Samuel and stuff, but. I don't know. I think there's going to be growing pains there. That's why I don't even have the 49ers finishing second in this division. I have the Cardinals. I just think the Cardinals are a good team, right? I know people like to give them slack about Kyler Murray, the whole video game stuff. I think the Cardinals are a good team. They don't have 
Hopkins for six games, which is going to sting a bit. They just got Marcus Brown, who is okay. I don't know if he's worth a first-round pick, but I have the Rams, I have the Cardinals finishing second, I have the 49ers finishing third, and the Seahawks basically came out and said that they were tanking by naming Geno Smith their quarterback, so I'm going to say that the Seahawks are the worst team in the whole entire NFL. You got to show a little bit more love to, to Geno than that. Nah, no, you can't. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting division, and I think, rightfully so, you got to spend the most time on the 49ers when you talk about them. For whatever reason, and yeah, maybe I'm just being um, a little bit too optimistic, but when I see Trey Lance and I see 49ers inserting him into this Kyle Shanahan system with the weapons that they have and the run game and the defense and the O-line, everything that Shanahan does well, I just think that it's a recipe for success. And maybe there's a bit of a it learning is. curve. I mean, uh, maybe like, you know, first couple weeks, there's a bit of a learning curve. But when you look at how talented this guy is and all the intangibles that he possesses, Maybe the accuracy could be a little bit better, but that big arm and, and that mobility and that athleticism, I think Trey Lance is going to be a superstar in in this 49ers offense, and I'm so, so excited to see them. So I do still have the Rams at one just because of pedigree, the Super Bowl champions. Um, but again, I, it is going to be a bit of a battle, and the, for, the 49ers actually have had their way with the Rams. I know that playoff game um, to, to put the Rams to the Super Bowl Rams got the best of them, but in the regular season, the 49ers, you know, they beat down the Rams pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to take... And hey, the 49ers were, I don't mean to cut you off, but the 49ers were uh, that a caught, I don't want to call it a punt because it wasn't a punt, but you know what I'm talking Yeah, about. that interception that I think was... From going to Super Bowl, right? Yeah, like if, if he gets that, it's, it's practically game over and yeah. that gave the Rams a lot of life. But uh, I'm going to go Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, and Seahawks. And I, like I said, I'm not going to... I'm not going to hate you for that. I just don't... For me, it's so hard to get a grasp on the 49ers this year. I just... I don't know. I, I, so we got uh, AFC, NFC. Our predictions are... Our, our standing predictions are, are sort of are wrapped up here. Uh, but now let's list the the playoff teams. So we'll start in the AFC. I'll go first. Uh, we got the seven that I have are, are the Ravens and the Bengals. I got the Colts. I got the Bills and the Dolphins, and then I got the Chiefs and the Chargers. So I have the Broncos missing out just barely. It's it's honestly like I know everyone says like oh the AFC is so tough. It like this is the hardest I've ever seen a, a conference at least in the last like five years I want to say, and it's so off. It's like usually the NFC is is the more superior conference, right? Yeah. Like the whole time I've right. grown up, it's always been the NFC. Right, like the AFC, I can see, I can see the Broncos, I can see the Raiders making the playoffs. Even though I just sort of went on a rant just about twenty minutes ago, but like there's there's going to be about two or three teams that miss the playoffs in the AFC that would be a playoff team any other year, right? Yeah, and ours are very very similar. Um, I have the Ravens, the Colts, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. So I have three coming from no the Bengals. No Bengals, and I really struggled with this one. Um, and I'm starting to think, like, maybe these AFC West teams will just all beat up on each other, and that'll help the Bengals. Um, That's just a possibility, too. Yeah, they're a really, really good team. I do think that there may be a bit of a drop-off, or they might not meet the expectations. Like, if you look yeah. at a lot of their a lot of their points came from these big plays to Jamar Chase. I don't know. We'll it's, see. It's just, like we both mentioned before, the Bengals are such... Like, the way that they... It just feels not... Like, it feels like it's not sustainable to win like they did last year, right? Yeah, they just had so many, like... Even if you if we look at their defense, their defense played phenomenal down the stretch. Um, but just everything from how they assembled their team to the players that were sort of raising their game and, and who they were winning with. I don't know, maybe they're just so under the radar that I'm, that I'm thinking that they almost, like, overachieved. But they did. They overachieved last year. So we'll see if they can keep that going this year. Joe Burrow's... The, if, if there's anyone to get it done, it's Joe Burrow. Yeah, but I just think it's so tight. And I have to have my Dolphins in, of course. So I'm going to... I have the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you on that. Um, the NFC. So I got the, the Packers and the Vikings. We got the Buccaneers, the Saints, and the Panthers. I got three from that division. Uh, I got the Cowboys, and then I got the Rams. Yeah, and that's again, I could see that happening. I have the Vikings, the Packers from the north, just the Bucks from the south, so very different from you. The Cowboys and the Eagles, and then the Rams and the 49ers from the west. Um, for me, the, the biggest omission is, is the Cardinals, and I don't think you have them either. No, I don't have the Cardinals. I, it just feels like... It's going to be tough without... without it's going to be tough without, without the first six games. Those are going to be 
especially you know what I mean. It's when you have when you have a receiver that's so dependent, like when you have Johnny Hopkins, it's like your security blanket, right? Like like and you watch Kyler Murray go, like he he's looking at Hopkins majority of the time, right? And and just based off of future past trends, it just feels like the Cardinals are they're a good team, but I just don't know if they're playoff if they're a playoff team necessarily, right? Yeah. All right, so those are our complete predictions for this season in terms of who's winning divisions, who's making the playoffs, how the divisions are going to fall. I think this will be a fun thing to look back on. Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully, we don't embarrass ourselves too much today. But, hey, it's the NFL. You never never know what to expect. Last season was crazy with all the upsets at times and teams coming out of nowhere. So, hopefully, we get some intrigue like that this year. And it's a fun one. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I'm never, I won't be mad if I'm wrong. No. For a I, lot of hey, look, I, if anyone knows me, there's a good chance there's a good chance that I'm going to be abandoning a few takes. Yeah, you're going to abandon um, that Panthers take. No, 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 no. Panthers, I'm, I'm riding that with Baker. No chance. But maybe a few other takes. I, the Raiders take I'm keeping. But, man, I take, I have so many takes that I honestly forgot, forget half the things I say, right? Um, but we also got to talk about the awards. Um, we'll spitball these. Uh, because, again, this is also a... It's crazy hard to predict. Oh, this is pretty much this is not, this is right. I actually looked back at our award picks from last year uh, on Instagram. A Did anyone ago. get anything right? I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe maybe one right. Maybe you you got like Micah Parsons, defensive rookie of the year. Interesting, because I criticized that pick hard. Or maybe that was me who picked. I I don't even remember. I'm just. I think I had Brian Flores to win Coach of the Year, and he actually ended up getting fired. So yeah, you did. Yeah, right. Hopefully, I can uh, <laughs> have a better pick this year. But yeah, we'll we'll go through ours quickly just to wrap up the show today. Um, do you want to just go back and forth? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah. Back okay. and forth. Back and forth. All right. The most valuable player. I usually pick Mahomes for this every single year, but I have someone different this year. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I got Justin Herbert. I said I picked the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. I think he's gonna have a big season. He's all the weapons in the world. Chargers are a great team. Yeah. I think if they win the division, why not Herbert for MVP? Yeah. And you said that you uh, that you don't want to take Patrick Mahomes this year, so I'll take him for you. Wow, I, I have Tyreek. Okay. I have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think he's going to show his worth this year. Um, I do think that there was a reason why they decided not to pay Tyreek Hill uh, boatloads of money because they realized they have one of the best quarterbacks in the game. And when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the game, why... Spend all that money on a receiver when he can just elevate guys around him. So I think Patrick Mahomes is going to really show his value this year, um, and going to bring that uh, MVP award home. Sweet, I'm, hey, I'm a big Mahomes guy, so I love that pick. Offensive Player of the Year, I got Justin Jefferson with with the Vikings, who I also picked to, to win the division. I think he's going to have a big year in that system. We saw what Cooper Cup did last year. Kevin O'Connell comes to Minnesota. Jefferson gets a ton of targets. Yeah, I, I'm actually in a predicament in my in my dynasty league. I got to pick. I have four guys to decide for. I have. Chubb, I have Kamara, who I'm probably not going to pick, but the, the dilemma comes from Jefferson or Jamar Chase. I don't know which one to you keep. You only take one of them? I can only take one. I, would, I'm gonna, I, would, I think I would take Jefferson. Right? I, I think I'm leaning towards Jefferson. I have, uh, hopefully, my league mates aren't watching this because I have, I'm sort of putting on a facade that I'm keeping Kamara. So I'm trying to like get people to bid at Kamara so I can get some picks before our draft, which is n- not until this. It's the Wednesday. Before the, oh, before the right, right before the the night before. Um, with that being said, my offensive player of the year is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I just think that team is just so like they just ride. Th- it feels like the Titans a few years ago. Like they're just going through. Well, there was a stat that they were eight and zero when he rushes for over hundred yards, and right? Zero and seven when he doesn't at one point in the season last year. So, yeah. so I feels like they're just going to rush. They're just going to go through him, right? Um, so he feels primed to have another one of those monster seasons. Uh, He's still young. He's got a lot of gas left in the tank, so he can handle it. I think this is going to be the year where he really bursts out and and sort of wins that uh, that silverware. All right, defensive player of the year. I feel like we have the same one yeah, on this one. I have Micah Parsons. I have Micah Parsons as well. I think he could have won it last year as a rookie, and I think he'll be even better this year. Aaron Donald is too busy double-fisting <laughs> Bengals players' helmets at joint practice and i think he's gonna miss out this year tj watt won last year of course and he's super deserving to such a great player but we both have parsons yeah i, I think parsons is, is a fair pick it's and and the crazy thing is, is the cowboys didn't really use him as sort of that versatile chess defensive piece until like week six last year yeah. so 
after week six, he sort of like he was rising up those ranks. Like he he was good, and then everyone's like, "Holy crap! Like this guy's very good, right?" Yeah. And I think he really emerged in the second half of the season. So a full off season of of NFL under his belt, I think he's going to get bigger, he's going to get stronger, he's going to get faster, and he's really really going to take that next step next year. And he is going to emerge himself, if not the best defensive player, and if he's not one of the best, uh, he will be the best defense player in, in the entire uh, NFL after next season. We're on the same page there. Offensive rookie of the year. I went really, really deep with a sleeper here. Zamir White of the, of the I Las like Vegas that. Raiders. Everything I've read is that they're not really sold on Josh Jacobs. as a three-down back. Kenyon Drake's been shown the door. It just seems like there's some opportunity for him to, to excel. But again, it's a tough offense with Waller, Renfro, Adams. Like There's a lot of... A lot of the ball to go around, but I think he can have a, a big year. I, I like the future outlook of Zamir White. I don't know if he'll have that big of an impact in his first season, but I'm going to go running back as well. And it's not going to be Brees Hall. It's going to be Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker is a stud. And um, I think he's a future, like if we're talking Jonathan Taylor's number one running back in the league right now, I think Kenneth Walker is going to, Give it two or three years. He's going to be one of those, if not the best running back in the league. I think his skill set is just so perfect uh, for today's NFL. He reminds me of Jonathan Taylor, really. The way he runs, the way he's built, um, the way he just, he's just an all-around monster. And I think the Seahawks really, really got to, and, and you, everyone knows, I, I hate saying this, but the running backs that are ahead of him uh, have injury concerns. Yeah, like so the there's going to be, right, there's going to be some chances for him to really step up and make an impact as a rookie. And that's why I'm taking uh, Kenneth Walker to win a friends of rookie of the year. All right, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I've got the Michigan man from my Lions, Aiden Hutchinson. I just I saw him sing Billy Jean in front of his team, and it's just like you can't not pick him. Like, this guy is the real deal. That was such a good performance, so I'm going to take him for Defensive Rookie of the Year. I think Hutchinson's a stud. Um, I'm also going to take a, a pretty high draft pick in Sauce Gardner. Every indication from reports out of Jets camp is that this guy is just a blanket. And just his persona and, and even him promising that little kid – a lot of ice cream, you know, I, right? I, I don't know if you want to give him that promise. It's maybe like a broken heart to promise, but I think Sauce Gardner is going to have a very good year. I mean, he will eventually be one of the better cornerbacks in the league uh, just because, you know, when you look at a cornerback, like you want that persona and he's got everything. He's got the swagger. He's got the, he's got that um, sort of attitude that comes with him. So I'm going to take Sauce Gardner. All right, coach of the year, and hopefully I don't get this guy fired this, uh, this time <laughs> got, around. Yeah, the kids of death here, eh? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a first-year guy, so maybe that, that'll help change things up. But I got Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings. Picked him to win the division. I picked Jefferson to win offensive uh, player of the year. Why not take O'Connell to win coach of the year? I think if he can show the world that Kirk Cousins is maybe better than we all perceive him to be, Put some heat on the Packers. I think he has a real good good shot there in in, in uh, Minnesota, and he has a ton of options to to work with. I like that pick. I think that the Vikings are going to surprise some some people and 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 really contend. Uh, be right there with the Packers. I, even though I have the Packers winning, I I still think the Vikings are going to be right there. And Jefferson Jefferson just feels like a prime for like a massive candidate. You're really in on those Vikings, eh? I, got two Vikings. Honestly, I didn't think I was. Maybe I'm like subconsciously. Should be Pox Vikings. I got two division rivals that I'm <laughs> raving about all of a sudden. But uh, and you're a big Rogers guy too. I you might like be the Aaron Pox. Rogers. You might be Pox NFC North. I love Justin Fields too, but I also think the Bears are going to win like three games this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. you never know, right? You never know. Uh, my coach of the year is going to be John Harbaugh. Um, I just think I, I know I mentioned it earlier in the show. There's no coach that I feel really gets the best out of his team like Carball does, uh, just the way that they were able to just transform an offense like that around Lamar, around Lamar Jackson and and even what they did last year, like with, with all their injuries. Yeah, they were still in games. Like they had the... They that, almost that beat Packers the Packers, game, yeah. right? With Snoop, right? Yeah. <laughs> they almost beat the Packers. And um, yeah, I just think it's sort of his... And, and, and the Ravens, assuming that they stay healthy again, which which would be horrible if, if they had the injury bug like they did last year. Um, but yeah, John Harbaugh, my coach of the year. I think the Ravens are going to bounce back strong this year, um, and be a pretty much contending team. Let's see how they do in the playoffs. But hey, it's not really a playoff award; it's a regular season award. But John Harbaugh to take home the coach of the year. I like it. 
Um, and we didn't plan for this, but because I said the Chargers were my pick to win the Super Bowl, I'm going to put you on the spot now, just with a team of predictions. Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? Ooh. Um, I will say that the team that wins the Super Bowl will come from the NFC. Really? Yes. Oh man, you're putting me on the spot yeah. here. I, I almost want to say, I almost, I almost want to say that the Buccaneers gonna, win the Super oh, Bowl. I would lose <laughs> my <laughs> mind. If that I know you would. Um, okay, you know what? Just for the sake of you throwing me on the spot here, let's say the Buccaneers are the Super Bowl champions. I like. I don't like it, but <laughs> it's a nice, like, it's an interesting pick. I mean, and a lot, a lot of people are like, I know a lot of. People aren't really talking about it. I don't know. I'm going to say the Buccaneers right now. You put me on the spot here. Yeah, so. you can change it before kickoff starts. And, and no, I, I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I'll change it. I don't like. I'm. I want to. I want to retire from saying. Oh, this team's going to the Super Bowl. I want to pick like a team of like three, three like a, like a sort of like a te- not a Super Bowl bubble, but a Super Bowl bubble within the bubble. So you're like a fence sitter almost. You're not. Yeah. You're not willing to commit to one. Team yeah, like but I'll commit to a Chargers team. from day one. <laughs> I'll commit to a team. Hey, you know what? That's bold. That's bolder than my claim because the Chargers didn't even make the playoffs last year. I know, and I'm still worried about that coach. I think he's playing Madden. Remember, remember, remember that Chargers game when people thought they were playing for the tie. That was the greatest moment <laughs> of my life. I remember we did a podcast the next morning too. Right away, it was crazy. Yeah, that, that was, was good. That was that was, uh, that was a Monday nighter, right? Sunday night. It was oh, the last game. Night. They don't do Monday nights with last week. Oh, that's right. That's so right, it's right, just that's right, that's the, the Sunday night. Yeah, it was a flex game. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. uh, that's gonna do it for today's show. We're Season back. two is here. It was a fun one today. If you stuck with us to the end, we appreciate it. Um, make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below your division order. We'd love to love to hear that. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Take care.